holiday gang special, focusing on the Champions League final. Yusuf, how's your uh, bank holiday weekend been so far? It's been great until I was beat to you guys. Mac? Yo. Do you not think Yusuf is like a cheap version of Roman? Like a really cheap, like, pound stretcher? Vanarama yeah. like, version of Roman? He, he just a bit more spiteful, is it? Who's Roman? Roman from Succession. Oh, yeah, I, I don't watch these, these shows. All I do is watch football and talk about it. That is such a Roman thing to say. Um, Mac, how's your long week, uh, bank holiday weekend been? Well, yeah, I can't complain. It's nice and hot. Good weather. Do you know what I mean? Go out in the sun. You can't really complain, can you? Okay, but let me just uh, challenge you ever so gently. If you could complain about this weekend, what would you complain <laughs> about? I didn't go out in the sun yesterday. Yeah, that's pretty douchey. Not cool. We should we should definitely um I'd be I'd be happily like to be part of that complaint against you for not going out in sun yesterday because it was equally nice yesterday. Yeah, so uh, considering we're inside today, we definitely need to get ready so we can enjoy some more of the weekend. Yeah, okay, cool. Point taken. Champions League, Yusuf, why don't you kick us off with, you know, what you saw, how you felt, but but Please just kind of keep it to that. We don't really want to know what you think. Oh, well, uh, then Chelsea have won the Champions League for the second time, beating Manchester City 1-0 in Porto. Is, is, that, is that enough? How you felt as well. <laughs> that was the second element to it, Yusuf. Oh, I really loved this game. I was actually really excited in the build-up. And it got more excited when I saw the Man City team team lineup, and then during the match, it was just it was really it was really enthralling, and one of the better Champions League finals, particularly between two clubs from the same country. Hmm. I, I, I thought the Liverpool Tottenham was you know marginally better, but um, why do you think it was such a good game? Hang on, Liverpool Tottenham was a marginally marginally better yeah. game. Speak for yourself. I thought it was quite Absolutely awful. Yeah, so, so Yusuf, why, why do you think it was such a good game? Because it was... Oh, I don't, don't want to use the whole cliche everyone's been saying all week, but it was like watching two grandmasters go at it in a really tactically fluid match. Uh, was it, it just, though? It's just, that was a narrative, but it just so happened that one of them knew what they were doing and the other one like shit the bed. Mac, what's your take on what Yusuf said? Um, I kind of disagree. Oh, I don't think God. it was that enthralling. Mm. I think the first half was good. You kind of saw the different shapes and so on, without either of the team really creating much. And the second half, I think it was just bitty and disjointed. I mean, how much key, how much save did Ivan Keeper make in the entire game? I mm. think Mendy made one, and Edison did he? made yeah when. Was it didn't it, when Sterling went through in the first eight seconds and he tried to back it and then Mendy sort of spread himself. It wasn't it wasn't like you know the best save ever, but it just he just spread himself and Edison collected like a Timo Werner shot from like six yards. 
no if if you if you can look at like that yeah you know chance creation was low you know um shots on target was very low but i don't think the chance creation necessarily was low but shots on targets were low. Uh, for me like that first half it's just it wasn't very cagey right so yeah the first half was open yeah but yeah i kind of agree with mac i don't think it was an enthralling game i think Chelsea actually started off not very well. They would, they, they, City were sort of putting them under pressure, and they just couldn't sort of get to their press. And then it kind of just unravelled a bit, just because I suppose you can't, you know, hindsight it's a great thing and all, but you, you can't kind of sustain that with six attacking midfielders, right? I don't think City started well. Well, if you say started well, started well for the first what three minutes when you know, yeah, started... th- yeah. Yeah, I do say that. Yeah, literally first three, four minutes, right? Yeah, set the tempo. Um, but uh, but, but yeah, I, I think wasn't it in the first 10, 15 minutes that you know Werner had one or two chances? But like you have to discount that because he always gets one or two chances, and you know that's how City have lived this season, right? P- people have not punished them; they've been reasonably solid. When 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 teams have had chances, nobody's punished them, and so that's kind of been the story. No, that's true. It's true, but I, I honestly think the first couple of minutes, um, you know, it's the it's it's the Champions League final. Everyone everyone comes out with like nervous energy just and it's released. You could hear the crowd through the television. Just every single kick tackle was met by you know was met by some sort of sound we haven't heard before in the last eighteen months. So all of that sort mm. of nervous energy was released, and then Chelsea discovered that Man City had nothing. Literally had nothing mm. for all Man City's possession or their pressing. It, it was all redundant because that team had no structure to it, and that was Pep's fault. Yeah, no, I agree. Fun enough, you say that it was Pep's fault because that reminded me a bit, a tiny bit in terms of the beginning of the 2009 Champions League final. Now, do you remember United came up and like initially started to put Barcelona under pressure? Mm. Do you remember that final? I think Ronaldo had like a couple of shots and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then after that, basically, Boston just like took control of the game, and at the end, it was a cakewalk. But that that yeah. comes that comes with a caveat because have you heard like the legends around that? It was What's basically that? before the final, Pep Guardiola produced a video for the players to show them their sort of um, almost like a highlights reel of the season, yeah. and that got every single player emotionally like wound up. People were crying apparently, and they came Sorry. out with that. Yeah, I think Iniesta said it. I swear it was Iniesta or, or someone of that ilk was saying, we watched this video, everyone was crying their eyes out, and we went, and for the first 10 minutes, we couldn't, like, get that wave of emotion out of our head. Hence why yeah. United were good for 10 minutes. Yeah. But for this one, again, he shit the bed. He, he completely destroyed what he's done previously this season. He made And he made it so... He made it so easy for for Chelsea. Yeah. Yes, Chelsea yeah. had. Yes, Chelsea were phenomenal to a man. But when you've got, um, they weren't. No, they weren't. Let's not go overboard. Uh, I'm, I'm, no, I'm saying they were because I, I can't fault a Chelsea player in that in that. Yeah, match. that's not. But that's not the same that's thing as saying. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's not saying the same. Like maybe they were probably for me. Kante was phenomenal. Reese James. Became phenomenal, like uh, you know, after ten minutes in, and 
Rudiger is phenomenal. Yeah, for for for, for the um. We're taking up the Bruno. Yeah, exactly. Rudiger was good, but I wouldn't say he was phenomenal. I'd probably say Christensen had a better Christensen game. Christensen was good. Yeah, he was really yeah. good. Uh, yeah, I think it's Reese James and 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 Cantor. Yeah, but really if, was, I honestly think, like, it may not be individually then, but collectively, like, let's say, you know, you saw scenarios in a match where Man City had the ball with Gundogan and he'll pass it forward to the Bruyne and Man City would start these, like, passing movements and then out pops after Aspilicueta wins the ball back. Out pops uh, Rudiger, you know, out <clears throat> Kante for the whole match was just intercepting everything. It was, it was, um, a Chelsea performance that was, was just so short and so solid as opposed to a Man City performance that was just, it was full of confusion. Yeah, he did it again though. Like Those six players, they can't sustain that type of press all the time because it's just like, it's just not in their nature. Do you see what I mean? Like, he, I don't, even, I don't I think it's the press though. No, but part of it was the press because they became really stale. Like, they became really stale. Like, Gundogan should have maybe had, like, three yellows or four yellows in the end. Like, he was starting to lose his discipline. Um, and, like, it was so easy for Chelsea to get beyond the press and, like, counter-attack. It was... And that's that's the kind of... It's amazing, like, the actual discipline that one player brings, right? Or maybe two, but you could argue one. If Rodri was there, the, the, the dynamics would have been different. If... Rodri and Fernandinho, it would have definitely been different. Right? So it, part of it was the press and its positioning and its winning the ball back. And it's knowing actually that just because you steal the ball, that's not going to potentially lead automatically to, you know, a decent counter-attack, which is exactly what happened every time they stole the ball. Yeah, I think it just it sort of discombobulated the whole team because, um, yeah, the press wasn't working, but then... It was like it was like little things like their top goal scorer this season was playing defensive midfielder by himself. He didn't have a Fernandinho next to him. Again, their top goal scorer was playing by himself as a defensive midfield player. He stationed Mares and Sterling by themselves against those fullbacks. Those fullbacks ate them alive. He didn't change it. He didn't go, oh, this is not working. Let's yeah. fix this around. And then if you've yeah. got three players essentially doing nothing. You've got three more players in Bernardo Silva, um, De Bruyne and Foden who are just getting, every time they get the ball, their heels get snapped on by someone. It's probably Kante, but mm. every time they get the ball, they got dispossessed, uh, dispossessed. And then you got Zimchenko playing, starts as a left-back, then he plays a left midfield player. Then he's at right-back at some point. The whole thing yeah. was just a Conversation should have started. Yeah, like, this is the problem with we spoke about the two tinker men, right? Who's going to tinker the most? Yeah. And, you know, like, the guy that tinkered the least ended up winning, right? Yeah. I um, mean, w- w- why Why was Pep scared of... Uh, uh, why is Pep so scared that he can't play the team that he's won the league with against this match? I feel like Tuchel's got a psychological advantage with Pep. Exactly. Of the You're right, Mac. You're and right, Mac. Why. And, you know, I said this at the time. You're right, man. One hundred percent right. They they thought they could take it easy, yeah. Like I mean, maybe it's the cynic in me. I think they thought they could take it easy against Chelsea, right? Just for a number of reasons, even though they didn't need to take it easy against Chelsea. I think like the biggest reason for not taking it easy against Chelsea was making it harder for them. They ended up losing, yeah. I think that had a big 
psychological impact on it. And this whole mm. thing about, oh, let's not, um, you know, like some of the narrative was around, uh, I don't want to sort of show the other side how I'm going to line up against them. Like, it's a load of horseshit. Like, the, the, if Man City are really that much better, it doesn't matter. Like, it actually doesn't matter. Like you, you play the system that you believe in, you play the players that you you think are your first, your best first in them, and all that sort of stuff. Like it actually does not matter. But they got a bit complacent, and again, it's probably the cynic in me. I felt like they took it a bit less seriously because you know they wanted to do more harm to Liverpool, right? And it backfired. It massively backfired. Of course it did, but it, the Champions League final is is not the the time you experiment with this it's not it's not like you know how peps you know how managers experiment in the past it's not like you know like a free jazz experiment it's just him <coughs> doing something so absurd to not have a holding player that is the sort of uh the guy that keeps your team ticking over to make the other guys play to not have that yeah. and to have your top your another, top yeah. goals but your top goal scorer in yeah. def- by himself in defence midfield play. You know that ball Mount played? Great yeah. ball as it was, yeah. yeah. But that that position, that sort of like area, that's that's Rodri. That's Fernandinho. That's where they live. They live in that in that in those holes. You you saw the goal. Where was Gundogan? He's running back because he was like trying to attack. But the, yeah. the transition happened and he's running back. So in his yeah. mind, he's playing defence midfield player, but then Gundogan knows. He scored 17, 18 goals a season. Yeah. So, and it's but not to Max's point though, Yusuf. To Max's point though, like tinkering is fine. Like it's not fine, but we all know he tinkers. Like his tinkering has cost City, you know, the last three years or four years or whatever. Right? But why did he tinker? Like, is it because he always tinkers, or is it there's an element of there was a psychological blow, yeah, dealt? From that last game, yeah, that was unintended, and that's contributed to this type of tinkering. Do you see what I mean? Right. But Argu is deeper than that, though, because I mean, he seems to be like, I mean, he hasn't won a Champions League for ten years, and he hasn't won a Champions League without Messi. I don't think that's like irrelevant here. I think arguably is like he's got a psychological edge about Champions League because he seems to always tinker in the biggest Champions League matches. And so far, hasn't it hasn't worked for him? You're absolutely yeah, right. I mean, You're absolutely. He I mean, always case, tries to overthink himself. Uh, case yeah. in point: uh, Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich, Barcelona. Yeah. Bayern Munich. You know, they he won three uh, uh, Bundesliga titles, and he got knocked out in I think three semi-finals. One of yeah. them against Real Madrid, where Real Madrid were like, "Okay, you're you're just going to come on to us. We're going to counterattack the crap out of you." Um, the second one, I think the most poignant one was when they played Barcelona, when he played man-for-man marking on Neymar, Suarez and Messi, arguably the greatest front three of all time. He put a wonderful, he played three men at the back and each guy was marking one of those attackers. Like, I've never seen that before. I've, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's seen that before. And of course, they got absolutely roasted. I don't know what it is. I don't know why he's scared because he's yeah. always one of the... There's a difference this time. There's the a difference this time, though. The dis- the difference this time, like, is in all of these contexts. Yeah, he's either either been like slight favorite or it's been reasonably matched. Yeah, this time 
he got furthest and he was overwhelming favorite, right? He was overwhelming favorite, yeah? I, I don't think you can actually underplay the impact of that last league game and the way it kind of ended for them. No, but hold on. That, that last part of that made him more insecure. Sorry, that last oh. league game was uh, was a, it was it was a basically an end of season affair where he. But this they, is, I know, I know, I know, but I know mathematically they had it won the league, but they won they won the league. So that that is yeah. that was his for me. That was his like free jad experiment where he played. Ake in midfield, he had Aguero exactly. and this and that. That let him experiment there. Yeah. But why why do you need to experiment? This is the point. Like you know you're facing this team. You're far, you're by far better, you're far better than them. Like, you're gonna win the league anyway. You know that you're gonna face them in a one-off game, right? Why not just go for the kill and absolutely destroy them? Yeah. And send a sign, uh, an even sort of more vivid sign, set the marker, do whatever. Instead, like, you want to take the piss, right? And you think that even if you take the piss, you might not lose the game or whatever, and you could still end up costing it. Because even that game was super important to Chelsea, right? That game was super important to Chelsea. When that team came out, to me, that was just like, it's like white flag. You're either taking the piss or white flag. And Chelsea yeah, did I, them. I, I, I felt, because I was texting you guys before, I was like, Man City will win this. Because I, in my mind, Man City are playing their preferred formation, yeah? Their preferred lineup, the lineup that they won the league with, against Chelsea, who are a very resolute team, a very structurally, tactically organized team, but Man City and this like this horde of like brilliant attacking players who play in a great structure will beat them. I saw that lineup and I was like, "Is this this guy's a fool? This guy's an exactly. idiot." And I think that's had an impact on them. Like it definitely g Chelsea up, right? And yeah, I mean, I, you can't quantify it, or whatever. But I I think that was a big mistake. They should have gone there and beaten them five 0 and really put the, the frighteners up. Do we give any credit any credit to Chelsea then? Definitely, you have to, because he could have tinkered as well, and he has been tinkering, right? Like he's been tinkering his whole career. Not so much at Chelsea because he's learned early yeah, on yeah. that he doesn't have a, you know the players to play a back four, so that's why he's gone to a back yeah. Five. No, but like Tuchel's, a t- you know, he's also a, he likes to tinker, right? But he's he's he, he could have easily done that. He could have reverted to tight, but he didn't. He didn't. And I'm talking about stuff like oh, he saw you know two man two different managers play Kante out of position and whatever. Did you see? I mean, he just went with. The right thing to do with those, with the players he had. And Can I make a point? Consistent. Can I make a point yeah. here that I don't think anyone really makes here? And I think it's a bit unfair. Like when people are talking about Kante appearing out of position, yeah. I'm sorry, like we have to give Sari a bit of credit for the player that Kante has evolved into. Like he's the first one who gives Kante any kind of offensive responsibility. And now Kante is essentially two players in one. He's both a holding midfielder and a box-to-box midfielder. Not the box-to-box midfielder I was going to, like, make late runs into the box, but the box-to-box midfielder who carried the ball distance. And he was not doing yeah. that in any way, shape, or form before no, Sarri. I, I disagree. No, I disagree. I 100% disagree. Actually, when under Sarri, when he was playing more offensively, right, Kante was actually doing a lot of good. He was doing a lot of good. The, 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 the problem was that there is no one 
that even comes close to him in his preferred position. I'm not, saying that, like, I'm not saying that. No, I'm not saying that. No, no, no. Sorry. no but, um, I'm not saying sorry well, the right to like play my position. But I'm saying you have to give yeah. sorry for credit for the player that he is now. No, no, no but because what I'm he saying didn't do that. He wouldn't have evolved into that player. No, 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 but what I'm saying is Kante was already doing that. It's not like sorry came was. in. And like, no, he was, definitely. Like, 100% he was. He didn't have that kind of freedom. No, he wasn't. Yeah? He wasn't. No, no, no. I dis- no, no, I no because at, at, Leicester, at Leicester City, at Leicester City, it was him and Drinkwater, and he was the breaker-upper, and Drinkwater was the distributor. That was, you know, he was a, you know... Uh, yeah, defense, I mean, I'm not talking about him at But at Chelsea... Yeah, I'm he not went talking through, about... Okay, at Chelsea, he yeah. went through a couple of iterations. You know, under Conte, um, he played defensive midfielder. That's all he did. He was defensive midfielder player in no, Conte's. No, no, no. He, he, he was also box to box. Like, it was just more accentuated than the sorry. No, I don't that's, think. That's I, I, I disagree with that. No, I don't. I, I sort of disagree about part, disagree with both of you because I know what you mean, Matt. He, but he was more offensive. He seemed more offensive under sorry. But sorry played him like right wing. That's true. But at the same time, it's like he was dribbling more like, and those scores evolved from what you. Had to do under sorry. No, I, 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 basically, if you're thinking Conte was just a Makalele, he might have been just a Makalele at Leicester, but he was never just a Makalele. Yeah, but he's Makalele without the passing ability. No, 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 but like he, he could still pass. No, I disagree. No, Makalele is a much better passer than Conte. I'm sorry, like, let's be honest. People say that, I'm, people say that, I feel like you didn't watch, you say that, didn't watch Makalele. Makalele used to always start the attack. He's not as good yet. McAuley was more like Busquets. Like, he used to play yeah. that first, like, 10-yard pass, that low pass, that hard-yard pass to start the attacks. That's what McAuley did. Like, he wasn't no, just I, like... McAuley used to win the ball and play the ball to the offensive players quickly. Like, that's um, what McAuley And he's saying, he's saying Kante doesn't do that? No, Kante doesn't do that. Kante's not a good pass ball. Kante's oh, better carrying ball. No, no, Kante I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree Kante can't pass. Exactly. Kante can't really pass I'm this, I'm, and he can't he can't pass the ball in the sense that he can't spray it 40 yards or so, but he's no. I'm so what Kante does here, Kante will carry the ball distance here. They want to have options, he'll make the right pass for like, that, whether to go left or right. But Merkley is different, like in terms of like you see when you've got like a man who plays deep here and he's got a certain level of technique, and they can play that drilled, like early pass forward, like in the way that Buskins could do it. Are you saying Parker like are you it, saying like Kante can't play, uh, can't play passes that break the lines. He, you know, he can't do those, yeah. those transitional passes. Outrageous. Yeah. Outrageous. I'm disagreeing with you, man. I don't agree. Yeah. Kante can't do no, that. Yeah, Kante can't do that. His technical ability is no, not no. good enough to do that. No, That's no, why no, he had Drinkwater at Chelsea. That's why he had could do that. No, they got Drinkwater because it's typical Chelsea and they'll just pay whatever. No, no, at Leicester. At Leicester, yeah, but at Leicester, he's playing a completely different role. Like you can't. This is the yeah, point. You can't compare him at Leicester. He hasn't. He hasn't like, done that though. Nah, can't they, nah, nah, can't nah, he has, he has, the ball. No, nah, he is, and he's much he's better not, than Makaleli. As a matter of fact, nah, like, no will, way, no, no, no way. Not I wanted to no, Frank Lebuff, yeah. but no he compared Kante to um, to Makaleli and John Tigana, yeah, and it was just like in every department, right? Kante. Is much much better. That's than just that's just recency bias. You know, people who can't remember what McAuley actually used to do. 
ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่
two, three players on him. He didn't give the ball away. He was starting counterattacks, and it wasn't just his running. It he might not give the ball away. No, but it wasn't. It was. It wasn't just his running. It was his passing as well. The amount of times he got Werner was uh, down down the left channel, or Havertz down the right channel, all start from. You know Max. Max's argument is basically the same as these young cats now that say, "Oh, like, yeah, Ronaldinho is the best player in the world." Like you want to talk about recency bias? That's the kind of that's the that's the kind of point that you're making, Max. That's the way I'm. No, 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 you lost. Ronaldinho and our and Kante was like, the man's better than like you better than like Pirlo, Zidane. Yes, Vieira, yes. Redondo, I'm, I'm I'm saying that. That's my hot. One. That's my hot take. All to one. Trust me, you will remember yeah. Kante as the irony is, all yeah, of them together. A bit of truth to what Mac is saying, yeah, because I remember we had this conversation whilst he was at Leicester, and I said to you, this guy is actually nuts. I, I've actually never seen a player like. I've never seen a player like that before. Actually, actually, and this was whilst he was at Leicester and like just literally taking liberties. Yeah. And now it's actually been true. It's been proven true. Like he's just like the actual, maybe the, the thing with Kante is that he's so good in most things that he does. Yeah. Like it will just be accentuated in different ways according to the style of play and the manager that he has. Because Possibly. even on the sorry, yeah, I never thought that he would be like be so good, like so effective, yeah, going forward in that way. Like he might not have led to a lot of goals, right? But it wasn't his fault. <laughs> yeah, he caused a ridiculous amount of problems and it was to do with finishing and all that, right? But I never thought that he'd be able to do that. Because right? it was all like, why the hell would you play Kante? Sorry, he did it. And then you could see the kind of logic. It didn't quite work out, but you could see the logic. Imagine if he was under Pep. Yeah, what would he be doing? Like, no idea. He'll be playing in like, goal. You know, there, there's, a, there's a discussion going around about like, is he the best midfielder in the like last century? Yeah, I think that's a bit far fetched, right? But I can understand. No, why I'm, put, I'm gonna put him up there because you got players like Iniesta, you got players like Pedro, Gerard, Lampard, but then this guy, yeah, yeah but, ha- no, 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 but no, but let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. This guy has been one. Of the most pivotal uh, players in the team that have won a Champions League, Europa League, League title, and World Cup. There was, there's no coincidence when this guy comes along, teams. Kante's a great player, win. but for me, I don't know. Maybe to me, it's just, I'm, a, I'm a technique core, but I won't put him like, for example, above like, like, like I saw he's at the level of like Vieira, Keane, those kind of guys, but I can't put him above Zidane, like that kind of level of player for me. But yeah, but that's Sedan. It's like you're literally comparing, you know, yeah. um, you're comparing him to Sedan. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. yeah but even, <laughs> like, even like to me, like a Prime Vieira. Like, yeah, but he was, this, this is the thing. He was much, he's much better than a Prime Vieira. This is the thing. Like, but see, I, I can't I, agree. I, like, you're you're I, saying that flippantly, like to me. You're saying that way no, too flippantly. No, but he's just so good. Like, he's just that. That's it. Remember, like, you remember like, I agree with what you're saying, though. Do you remember? I agree with what you're saying. Well, this is like Yusuf. I'm no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm not willing to have that conversation. But exactly, <laughs> no. But Vieira, Prime Vieira, come about. Yeah, Prime Vieira. Like, you're being rude, like. Vieira changed. Yeah. Vieira changed the the level. Listen, and the style of Vieira, Period. No, you saw, you saw like the man that was like, oh, Messi, bro. Maradona, the man, cat, bro. Like. Pele didn't win Champions League, bro. 
That's what you sound like. You sound like a talk. I'm not even talking you about him. You sound like a talk clickbait video, Elmo. This is this is <laughs> the problem with like having trying to have a serious conversation with two Arsenal fans, man. Like, I just still no, no, no. Because the, not, thing, not the, the thing is, yeah. Fans. Okay, okay. Nah. El- 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 let, let, me, let me answer. Let me ask you a question. I I wouldn't actually. I'm not going to say Cantil Vieira because that's just too simplistic. But Vieira changed the, the face of modern midfielders. Okay. Okay, but yeah. I've asked you a simplistic question. Like, can't it's, tell you it's, it's more Vieira. nuanced than that. It's more nuanced than that. Okay. It depends on the no, team. No, no, no. I've asked you a really simplistic Vieira. question. Like, Vieira. Vieira. Oh, man. You're like, come on, man. But Vieira. Max not even watched like Kante like at all, right? He's still talking about Macalena. Vieira. He wasn't, he's got any credibility <laughs> with me. Like, come on, no, get out of here. You don't need that. I'm like, you get me like, Kante. Come on. Like, like, he back was willing to compare Kante to Zidane. Like implicitly, like come on, get out of it. Can't take you period. You're it's not even a joke. No, it's not. No, it's not. Disrespecting it, Vera. You're just not putting you the weight that you need to put on Kante. It's not even disrespecting Vera. It's actually yeah, not. You when you got Frenchman saying, when you got Frenchman saying, yeah, but who cares about all fact of whoopses? So what? Anyway, all right, let's let's all right, let's, 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 move, let's on. move on from from uh, Here's a question. Will these two teams dominate European football for the foreseeable future? Considering every no. other suit, considering every other super club, bar like Bayern Munich, PSG, are broke. No. And these guys have no, unlimited, unlimited. Listen, don't, don't, listen, don't, for, don't, don't, you're forgetting something, yeah? I don't want to have to keep bringing it back to this. If Liverpool didn't have the injuries that they had this week. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, no, it's, a, it's an actual serious point. Right, it didn't have those injuries, and I think me and you spoke about this on one of the podcasts, man. That second game against Madrid, yeah. If they, if the finishing was all right, like you could always. Yeah, say they should have. They should have won that game. Do you see what I'm saying? And it was by a clear enough margin, right? And so that's why I don't think you can. It, it, you can make a simplistic comment like that. What I do think though is, Chelsea, like, probably have like easy. I don't know. Maybe you guys will argue with me. But I think they've probably got the best squad in Europe. But you know what's weird about and that? You know what's weird about that? It is a work in progress. Exactly. It's underperforming. And, this is a scary thing. and it's, it's underperforming. And they don't have a yeah. number nine. It's fucking and crazy. And they've got a manager that's only come in at half, half time, right? When he yeah. got fully sort of beds in. And they're going to have more money. Right? And so I don't think, like, there's a thing about City dominating. But I think Chelsea can, like, really... Like Chelsea, Chelsea next week could go out and spend a hundred million pounds on Haaland. They're going to buy Lukaku. Yeah. Or hundred million That's on Lukaku. Exactly. And they could buy like Not they buy. could buy uh they could spend another hundred million on a centre back and midfield player. They could just do that. Yeah, I, I have no problem with Mendy. But they could just do that. Yeah. They're supposed to get a thing, you know, they're meant to get in Donna Roma, whatever his name is. Yeah, he's, the he's, guy. he's, he's a free agent. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Is they it, could do it, this, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea could do this and not have any repercussions. Real Madrid can't anymore. Barcelona can't anymore. Man United can't anymore. You know, other clubs can't. No, but Man United Chelsea can. Man United can. City can build. Liverpool can build. Uh, I think. I don't know. I feel like Barcelona are not going to go into decline anymore. I don't know why. No, but I'm. T- it's what you said all season. Chelsea have the strongest squad, and what we just said literally a second ago, where. This is an unfinished squad, an unfinished team. 
this isn't the this isn't um you know the end you know this isn't any sort of thing resembling a fully functioning Chelsea team, but yet they still want to Champions yeah. League. But do you know the thing is like they've got they're fully stacked here. Yeah? Do you think players like Pulisic are gonna to want to stick around right? Yes. Just be on the bench the whole time? I There's loads of discord. No, I think I don't think so. I, I think honestly think they will because if, if you saw it the other day, uh when it was all celebrating. If, look at, uh, who's that dumb Spanish keeper they have? Uh, Kepa. Yeah. This guy has been maligned for his whole career in Chelsea. He was celebrating like he played every single second of, of the league campaign. Yeah, but like they've won the Champions League though, Yusuf. I know, but that, 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 that build, that, that fosters, that fosters something. Yeah, and it's, look, what's Pulisic going to do? Go out, go and play for like, you know, let five Pulisic minutes. Could get into most, let, listen, Pulisic could get into the Munich team, he could get into the Liverpool team, he could get into the Man United team. Do you see what I mean? It's whether someone... Be like a common pitch, though. have loads of medals even if you don't contribute to them. Yeah. And the thing is... Yeah, I know, but these, but these guys know. This time. No, but these guys know it's a squad game. Football isn't just 16 players now. It's not even 22 no, players. No, no. It's it's yeah, a 25, 27-man no, no. squad. No, it's not, Yusuf. That's the thing. For Chelsea, it is. For most clubs, it's not 27 squad. Man squad okay, but Chelsea, Chelsea is, there. and they know they will get at least 30 to 40 games. No, every season, I mean, every season, Chelsea have to play at least 60 games. These guys know they will get their, their fair share of games, and they're, they're yeah, getting they paid, they're getting, but they're getting paid handsomely. They're gonna compete yeah, and win honors. Trust me, I think Chelsea's getting to the point where basically they're hoarding players, right? And it's not they've always done that, they've always done that, and it's always worked for them. I don't know. I, I think they could, like... I, I can't say anyone's going to dominate because it's just too, like, too open. Yeah, I think there's no, there's no elite. There's no real yeah, exactly. standout team. So it's there's no like proper team power. season. Could be another winner. Yeah, yeah agree. Mm. There's no proper powerhouse. And part of it, like, even if you've got the squad to be a powerhouse, your team might have a tendency of blowing it. For example, Man City. Yeah, I know what you mean, but it's just I honestly think ugh, these these two clubs because of the basically the whole the crap going on with these elite clubs not having any money. These guys bottomless pit managers that are just so damn good. Yeah, no, you and it's so attractive. You can you can't if if no, but if 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 you had if you had the choice to go to sort of stale Man United and exciting Chelsea. To play under, I wouldn't, or, I wouldn't go to Chelsea. I no, but, go to Chelsea. I but not, to play under Ole, un, to play under Ole or Pep. All right, yeah, fair enough. But I wouldn't go at, like it's not because of Pep or not. Like it's how stacked is the squad, right? Unless I'm Lukaku or Haaland, I'm not going to Chelsea. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, let's keep. Uh, let's do five minutes of Champions League final, then Europa League final. Okay, right. so what else is there left to talk about? Like, we spent this whole time, we're not even talking about Tuchel. Tuchel's always been a good manager. He's always been a good manager. It's not much left to say about him. I'm happy he's got a new contract. He'll get a nice payoff when he gets sacked then. But the thing is, like, he only got, like, what was it, like, a, a short contract to begin with anyway? So. 18 months. Any final thoughts on Champions League? I think no. the keeper's dodge. I disagree with you two. Mendy's dodge. Matt. What has he done to show you this? He's done quite a lot, but it's just, he's just like, it's not being capitalised on, really. 
but it's not led to goals. But he's flapped that stuff. He's done. He's passed the ball out the gayest style quite a few times. He's dodged. No, I, I don't know. I don't see. I, it, I, I think I think he's know. a good calming presence. Okay. All right. Where do you think Chelsea need to strengthen apart from striker, if at all? And if it's just striker, just say no way. Uh, centre back because at some point he's got he wants to play a four. Um, and got five centimeters. Yeah, but between them, you know, in in a two, you can't have Kritisid, Rudiger, Thiago Silva, and <laughs> Zuma. You know, that's not that's not the and makings of. Yeah, but again, that's not the makings of the greatest centre back partnership of all time. You know. Yeah, but think about the names you've just called out. Like, I know, but is, are, are any of them on the level of say, you know? Van Dijk, Diaz. Yeah, but no one's on, no one's on the level of Van Dijk. That's what I mean. Chelsea, Chelsea need to need to get one of those guys. That's the thing. Chelsea yeah, but they've got one. like four sol- five solid defend centre backs, man. Yeah, no, I agree. If that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but okay. So where do they need to strengthen if at all? I still think centre back. I honestly think centre back, and uh, that's it. Centre back and a striker. I think they could. Yeah, I think they could jump in for the centre midfield. Like, to be honest with you. What do you mean? Like, I don't think you can just rely on Mount. From here on in, I'm going to be like, he's not going to have any different form or whatever. They've got that Scottish kid, uh, Billy Gilmore. He's, he's actually. Yeah, but he's more like. Um, he's, he's bloody like a good, nice man. Version of Kante, and he's bloody good. No, he's he's like a he's like a Scottish Jack Wilshire. With with the injuries as well, yeah, they've got him. And and I know what you mean in in the midfield, but then Jorginho and Kovacic do a job. Yeah, Kovacic. I mean, Jorginho, fair enough. Yeah. I'm not really sold on Kovacic. Kovacic is like, like he's a good player, but it's like I don't know. He's, he might do Perisic. I really like Kovacic. I think he's a typical clock player, like system player. Where do Man City need to strengthen? Striker. Yeah. Obviously. Maybe on the wing. It's a mad one because, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, wherever you strengthen in midfield, like if you're going to pay big money, you're going to disrupt something. You see what I'm saying? Maybe a manager who's not a mad scientist. Exactly. I was going to say that. I think a centre-back. I think a centre-back. He is. But this is the thing, like, what do you think about John Stones, you know, in that Champions League final? Don't you think he looked dodged from, like, the second minute? Yeah, but then at the same time, you have to put that down to the fact that he had no cover in front of him. He was exposed. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's, a just good point. That, it's just that I think it's down to Pep. Pep needs to... He, he needs to yeah. get out of his own head. He needs to stop being... He needs to stop being, like... Um, yeah, the ultimate egomaniac when it comes to tactics. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Do you think, like, if City say bought Kane, there's nothing else that anyone could do in terms of buying anyone? Not really, because you can you can disrupt Man City. You know, Man City this season. I think Abel said it before. They haven't been perfect. This isn't the best Man City team you'll ever see. It's been a very. But City and Twenty Nine were better than this. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I think most of the title winning Man City teams have been better than this, save for that uh, Pelle- one of Pellegrini's titles. But but 
to be honest, this team has is just a really good, efficient, ruthless team. Basically, mostly you're German. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, that's what it is. Yeah, but like it's also a bit contextual. Like if other teams had sort of stepped up or whatever, it wouldn't be like this. City might have still won. Uh, it, no, I don't think so this. because I, I think if if a team wins twenty two games in a row, <laughs> yeah, if a team wins yeah, twenty, like, you have to look. At- you have to look at the like it's not you can't just look at the macro picture Yusuf. like it's this is what i'm saying it's a bit misleading and that's why this champions league result and the way it turned out like literally proved me right in every single way like if city were 22 points ahead of like everybody that even in a one off game that wouldn't have happened in that way right but they're not this is the thing the premier league's been misleading this year for a number of reasons and so you can't rely on it you can't rely on like that being the the yardstick, and that's why it was so important that actually Chelsea, sorry City, turned up strong and really showed Chelsea and tried to like really hammer home that psychological advantage. But they didn't. They didn't. They probably thought they had one, and you know, it turned out they didn't. So you're saying the champions of a league aren't the yardstick? No, I'm saying if you actually look at the league. Yeah, and look at things from a macro perspective, and like you know what happened, the bit, the building blocks that led to the to the final result. Right, you would not say, and and knowing how City played the season before and the season before that, and Liverpool and United and whoever else, right, you would not say, like you cannot put your hand on your heart and say, yeah, this team is so far better than everyone else. Like impossible. Like, you have to be uneducated football-wise to make to come to that conclusion. That was the latest episode of Nang. Follow us at Nang Podcast on Twitter and subscribe on all the good podcast platforms. Until next time, we're Nang out.